and welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space. Today I'm in my craft room with episode three of the Junk Journaling podcast and we're having a look at how to set up a quiet crafting space and the importance of having your things around you and why it's necessary to have the things around you. So let's have a little think about that. I'm sitting at my craft table today and in front of me I have a tray where I keep scraps of paper and that is where I can throw the scraps when I finish doing a little craft somewhere just to discard them. I often have a quick look and see whether there's value in them, whether I like them, whether there's a nice pattern or a colour or an intriguing texture to the paper and if, if it passes that test then yes I will keep the scrap even if it's a small scrap I will still keep it and I will put it into the scrap tray. So I have a scrap tray which is very very shallow it's just a painter's palette it's um, not very deep at all and if it starts overflowing that's my indicator to know that I need to start using the scraps in a scrap busting project but in front of me also I will have my tools things that I might need my book binding or where that where I will be able to poke holes into book binding. I will have my stamp acrylic blocks and I have my glue and my scissors to hand at all times. And if I haven't got my scissors to hand, I have a backup pair of scissors and I have backup glue. And I have all of these things to avoid me from having to get up from the table too many times. So when I sit down, I like to know that everything is here and I can just make a start. If I have to keep jumping up to go and get the next things, I can get distracted. It's very easy to get distracted in this day and age, especially when we've got our mobile phones and we've got maybe other people that are um, in the home or certainly the telephone rings or the doorbell goes. And before we know where we are, we have left our craft table and we haven't made anything. It's important to be able to sit down quietly, shut the door, shut the world away and have everything around you that you need. So all you need for a junk journaling task would be some papers, glue, scissors and possibly some ink if you want it. Some decorative papers as well so that you can tear things up and lay them down on a sheet of paper. And there is nothing nicer than committing to that task by having a piece of paper in front of you, laying down some glue and then sticking another piece of paper on top of it and making that commitment to start a creative project. And I think that that simple act of doing that starting off process for me is a game changer. I Whenever I'm feeling a little bit unmotivated or uninspired, I get a sheet of paper. I maybe cut it down so it's a smaller piece, so it's a manageable piece, size of a postcard. And from there, I will just lay the glue down from a glue stick. I'll just slick the glue on. And in that moment, I I feel my shoulders begin to relax. My breathing changes and I'm in the creative zone. I'm in my quiet crafting space. I'm in my happy place. And at that point, when that glue meets the paper, I know that I've committed to making something. And at the end of that something, I will feel a sense of achievement. And the smaller the piece of paper, 
in my head means the quicker I will get to that end task and I will feel like I have done something worthwhile. And while I'm doing it, I will think through maybe a problem or churn over how I'm going to tackle a task or work out what the next steps would be for my day. Ways of managing tasks that need to be done. You know, do I need to make that phone call? Do I need to pay that bill? Can it wait? Can I work around my work schedule and fit other things in? All of these things, these mundane little things, they sort of get sorted out as I sit down and I quietly craft because gluing down paper does not require the most amount of brain energy. It is just what it is. It is just gluing paper to paper. And some of the time, whilst my brain is whirring around about what tasks I need to do and shopping that needs to happen and people that need to be met and things that need to be collected, I'm also allowing that side to motor on in the background and my creative side comes to the forefront. Whilst I'm processing all the day-to-day, I am allowing my creative side to take the reins, to take control, to take over. And that is when the relaxation begins for me. Just looking at a journaling card here in front of me that I made. So it is the size of a postcard. And I started by laying down strips of paper and each strip was different. Everything had a different colour or texture to it. It could have been a college rule piece of paper. It could have been a coffee dyed paper. I've got um, a plant stained paper, which was avocado dye. There's vintage music paper, sheet music. There is some textured paper and some graph paper. I can see a strip of coffee dyed paper, tea stained paper and maths squared paper. And then the interesting papers are then brought in, layered over the top in in other ways. Maybe going in a different direction, I've got a little strip of book page with some interesting words popping at me. I've got some dictionary there, which is actually from a Spanish dictionary, little a little sort of ripped torn piece of paper which has been stuck down and all of this creates a wonderful tapestry background over this this card this postcard size index card um, and the the tapestry of the decorative papers just creates this background for a giant butterfly to go and sit on top or a big focal point or some other image that I want to have in my journal and it may be because that is something to do with nature maybe I'm thinking about a walk in the woods or walk on the uh, in the countryside with my family and it's quite a nice idea to have a card which just reminds me of that time. So when I'm journaling a card or experiencing some of these things, I will think about a time in which I want to journal about. So maybe that was a walk with a friend 
on a summer's day and during that walk I noticed a butterfly, I noticed a bee, I and I think about what I smelt, what I heard, what the weather felt like on my skin, you know, the sun and the fresh air and, and how the whole experience made me feel. And if it was a happy experience, then maybe I want to bring in more colourful tones or joyous things. Um Maybe I heard music, maybe I was listening to music in my headphone or the radio from the car as we drove to the country. Perhaps there was a song that I remembered. So all of those things are brought into one little journaling card. Music notes from the music paper. Spanish dictionary maybe because we were thinking about a holiday in Spain or talking about one. The different textures reminded me of the leaves or the the crunchy dried grass from the summer sun where everything had become a lot more brittle and therefore it left a crunching noise the earth was dry that the mud wasn't that rich black fertile soil when you see that in the autumn time when things are a lot damp and muddy it was a biscuity colour which had been baked in the sun and was cracked in places. So you know, different colours that you get in the different seasons, maybe a more sandy tone as the mud has just been baked dry. And then some pinks coming in from the avocado dye make you think of little flowers, the daisies and uh, buttercups and the, the things that we would see in a field. All of those images, all of that information that is sort of fill, filling your memories from many, many different walks outside, not just one, can be brought into a journaling card and then you start to think those are the colour palettes that I want to use because those made me happy on that occasion and many other occasions. Yes, I want a green tone. Yes, I want browns. Yes, I would like the yellows and the blues and and the creamy white colour. Maybe that's the butterfly wings as it flies in into my memory, into my mind. And so those are the colours that I remember and that's what I will start to journal with as I put them down on a treasure page. But having the things around you is so important. I will also bring in trim and ribbon, maybe some stickers and all of these things are by my side at all times. I have many glues that I use. I use a stick glue and I use a precision glue. That glue would be an art glitter glue or it could be a PVA glue which has been put into a precision nozzle with, with a very thin defined edge so that I would be able to get into the smaller areas if I want to stick down something fine, maybe some lace or something that has been cut out from a magazine with some delicate areas. Perhaps it's a flower with flower stems and it's been fussy cut out with a craft knife. I would like to be able to stick that down and for that I'm going to need a precision nozzle glue. And then if I want to put down any fabric I will I will have a Fabri-Tac glue which would be a, a silicone permanent fabric adhesive and those are the three glues I have so a precision glue a standard stick glue and I use Yoohoo glue and I use a fabric glue for fabric trim and then from there I just stick things down onto the paper in 
collages of ways in which are pleasing to me at the time. And you'll be able to see this on my Treasured Page channel on YouTube and you can see how I create things as I go. But my desk setup is extremely important. I need to be able to sit comfortably and I need to have the things all very, very close to hand. And I also have drawers to my left hand side where I have my inks and I have um, hole punches I have uh, papers and trim, lace, scraps, little tags and cards and things that come through the door such as junk mail. So I have it all there to hand. So when you're considering making your own crafting table, if you haven't already got one, do try and set things up to have things in front of you. And I find it's really useful to have vertical pots and tins and that's where I keep pens, rulers and pliers for adding charms to journals. I have these tins that I can clip clips on the side and I've got my pens and paintbrushes so everything is in pen pots but big wide pen pots like old tins that um, may have had canned foods in them so can I have two cans and I have a pen pot as well and I find them really useful they're space saving because everything is vertical I can grab it and see it I need to be able to see it and if if I'm going to use it and then I have Tim Holtz distress range inks which I have in tins beside me I'm not saying anything is neat or organized but it is there it is to hand and for the most part I can see it everything's within reach I have silicone stamps rubber stamps and I have the acrylic blocks it's all just here and I'm able to grab anything and I've got a little tin of hardware pieces where I might have split pins or bell pins and paper clips fastening things and just the the little extra bits that we might want to clip onto pages to keep things all together but the biggest part of my junk journaling is my scrap tray where I keep all my treasured papers to be able to create a collage base and from there I can add the things that I want to journal with. So if I want to talk about, oh, I went to a pet shop and I saw a rabbit, then I might want to find an image of a rabbit somewhere and in the background I will put ripped up torn paper, but I might choose the tones of that day. Was it a rainy day? Um, in which case we might go for greys. Was it a happy sunny day? In which case we might go for tans and sands and yellows and brighter colours. And that is how I start my process of what to lay the lay down. What do I want to talk about? Is it um, an experience? Is it a coffee, a meal out? Of just something, just anything really. Uh, anything that sort of made me happy that week. I choose a moment in my week that I liked and then I sort of feel what were the colours surrounding that you know we had some sunshine today so that lit up my craft room and I was able to see my bobbin threads up on a shelf where I've kept them from from an old uh, tin where I found a sewing tin with lots of little threads in them and I thought it would be nice to showcase them up on a little shelf in a box so that I can see them and they look nice they look nice up there at any time of the day but when the sun hits them they just look like they should be in some sort of sweet shop or 
Oh, they just they just bring me happiness because I can see the colours, I can see the dark forest greens and the pale greens and sage greens and, and then I've, I've moved them into other colour tones. So I've got pinks and browns and peaches and I've tried to group together colours in warm tones and natural neutral tones and they just look nice when the sun hits them in a certain way and I just happen to look up and catch a glance uh, it just makes me smile and I think those things are important if you have areas in your craft room that inspire you and make you happy because they're your things and you've put them up there and you know you like the way it looks because the arrangement's nice and it's up on a shelf so no one can move it and you know it's there and it's yours it's it's a nice place to you know settle into and feel that you're surrounded by inspirational things and that helps with the journaling process so yes i think that uh, it is it is important to have the things around you all all the important things around you try and keep it uh, as minimalist as possible <laughs> try <laughs> junk journaling is very difficult because you are wanting lots of resources all the time but the essentials certainly try and keep them to hand when you're thinking about how to lay out a, a table try and look for vertical tins to put things in and maybe the the scrap tray so that you have that to hand and then your ink pads your scissors your glue and your papers and keep it all close together and then anything else you can bring to the table on the day when you're when you know exactly what you're crafting in or with but the essentials keep them close that's the important thing when starting out with your quiet crafting space and creating an area um, you could even add that all into a craft box or a bag and that's what you take with you to go and sit at the dining room table or you go somewhere else quietly up in your room um, maybe have a, a, a pull out little lap table or tray and then you pull out your bag with all the things and lay it out in front of you settle into it get that glue contact with paper just relax breathe let your shoulders drop and just think of a time in your week that you were happy with even if it was the sun hitting the wall in a pleasing way and it reminded you of a time that was relaxing to you and then go from there what did that relaxing time mean for you what were the colors can you find the colors within your scrap papers can you lay them down stick them down with glue and start creating something whether it's a card a tag a tuck something that's going to be stuck into your journal and ultimately hold some other interesting papers or whether it goes directly onto the journal itself in a lovely arrangement that is only pleasing to you. <laughs> so that's the task this week is to think of what's happened this week that was really good. That one little glimmer, that moment that really made you happy and what were the colours associated with it. Find those colours and make something. Make a little journaling card, a memory anchor and put that in your journal this week. There we go, guys. This has been the Treasured Page podcast and a little task to just remind ourselves of the happy moments and those little chinks of light that come through into our craft room and fill us with joy. And I hope that you've had a few of those this week and you have many to choose from. But if not, just have a little think about uh, what you're happy with, what you want to put in your journal 
and enjoy the process of making something that means something special to you this week. And I hope you'll tune in on Monday for the next episode of the Treasured Page podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Do have a look at my Treasured Page YouTube channel for more inspiration and craft tips and above everything else. Just slow down and make crafting time for you. Bye bye now. Thank you.